0: Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious
1: song of the
0: redeemed. Song of the redeemed. It is a blessing, brother Ronnie Skulteck, with us yet again on the podcast. Uh, Yesterday, he gave his testimony. We thank God for the work of grace in the life of our friend Brother Ronnie Skoltan. Today, under lieu of a call to preach, his church has licensed him to be a preacher. He's responded to a call to preach, and so I've asked him to preach a message. Brother Ronnie, you just go ahead and preach what God has laid on your heart.
1: Yesterday, I told you a a little bit about where I came from. I kind of stumbled through my testimony, and I hope it was a blessing to you, and I hope that you can see uh, what God can do, no matter the state that you're in. Yesterday you heard about where I came from, today I want to tell you a little about where I'm going. i want going to tell you about what I was yesterday, and today I'm going to tell you about what I'm becoming. I have a message that I preached a few weeks ago at the church, and I'm just going to condense it down into a, a short devotion here. And the, the, the title of my message is just simply, Image. Genesis 1.27 says this. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God our Father is a God of all creation. When he was done with the creation account in Genesis, the Bible says in Genesis one thirty-one, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God says that his creation was a very good thing. God liked creating and creation. Part of being created in the image and likeness of God is being able to create, and the greatest of that being procreation. Procreation being creating with God, creating life with God. It is the first command given to Adam and Eve. What a privilege, what a responsibility. When we procreate children, we are to be responsible for them. Fathers especially are to provide for their children, to support their wives as the mothers who nurture them. Noah, my grandson, was just born. The nurse who claims to be a Christian said something like this. The closest she ever feels to Jesus Christ is when a baby is born. And I believe that is because the absolute power of God is in the birth of a child. As a result of the fall, we are now in Adam's image. But God wants to restore us to his own image as it was in the beginning. Adam sinned and exercised his free will. Adam had free will because he was made in the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. Adam chose to do his own will, but Christ chose to do the will of the Father, as we read in Mark 14:36, And Jesus said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me, nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. When we are born again, God puts us on the journey to be like Jesus Christ. We read in Romans, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. To conform is to be similar in form or type, to agree. So let me ask you, do you agree with the Bible? Everything in the Bible, that is. Jesus Christ agrees 100% with everything the King James Bible says. Again, the Bible says in John 10, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. If you are truly a born-again saint of God, it will be your great desire to be like Jesus Christ, the living Son of God. Not just at church and in front of people, but in your private life and time alone. By the way, what you do and how you behave when you are alone is who and what you really are. When you are alone, your true character will come to the light. A saved person will live like a saved person, and a lost person will live like a lost person. First John two three makes this clear, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Husbands. We are to love our wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. How about it, men? Are you as good to your wives in private as you are in public? Do you desire to love and comfort them as Christ desires to love and comfort us? Husband, if your wife isn't what she ought to be, according to the Bible, it's on you. 1 Corinthians 11.7 says, For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, forasmuch as he is the image and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of the men. So men, do your best to let God conform you to his own image. After all, that is why you were created. Be conformed to the image and glory of God, and you will see your wife blossom and grow unto the best you can be. Keeping in mind the relationship between saved mankind and Jesus Christ is that of a bridegroom and a bride. How beautiful is that? 1 John two, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall see like him, for we shall see him as he is. There it is, the image of his Son, Jesus Christ, who is God. What could be better than being what we were created to be? The image that Adam was created in, it was always God's intention that mankind would be his image and likeness. And when Adam failed to maintain that holy position, God stepped up like the man that he is and took responsibility for his creation, with the intention of restoring him to the image he was created to be. He did so for Adam and Eve with the skins of animals. He continued by commanding blood sacrifices and burnt offerings. He then completed his work with the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He did all this so that man could be what he was meant to be, the image and glory of God. If you want to be like God, you must be like Christ and do the Father's will. The Father's will is that all men repent. The devil's desire isn't just to destroy the image of God. He can't destroy God, but because of his corrupted wisdom, he thinks he can be like God. So it logically follows that if he wants to be like God, he wants mankind established in his image, the sinful image of Satan. Ezekiel 28, verse 17. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings, that they may behold thee. Isaiah fourteen thirteen goes on and it says, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation and the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. God has a lot to say about images and not worshipping man-made ones. Keep in mind that we get the word imagination from the root word image. Satan attacked Eve's thoughts by giving her an image of herself other than what God desired for her to be. He provided her with a wicked and evil imagination. As soon as the devil had corrupted Eve's thoughts, he had her. That's why you shouldn't read or listen to preachers who use corrupted Bibles. The Bible clearly says, First Peter one twenty three: Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Corrupted Bibles give mankind a corrupted image of God. They make the image of Satan into the image of God. And that, my friends, is an imagination of the thought of the heart that is evil. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 verse 5, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. The devil likes to use images. Jesus said, But as in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Is there any doubt that the imaginations of men are only evil continually today? Have you ever looked at the internet? I'm going to read you a page from the book written by Gail Ripplinger, entitled In Awe of My Word. She says this, Children's minds are like computers. Words take up very little memory space, but pictures, particularly video images, use up a lot of space. The same storage space gobbled up by a very short video clip could contain the entire Bible. A child's mind has enough storage space to easily memorize the entire New Testament, but not if it has stored away thousands of hours of television pictures. Thomas Edison, the inventor of this thief who comes to steal, as John 10.10 says, who comes to seal so much space, was a card-carrying Luciferian. He invented every device that brings all this vice. For this, he paid a big price. Satan said, All this power will I give thee, if there thou for, wilt worship me. Luke 4, 1-13. Edison entered the Luciferian Theosophical Society of Madame Blavatsky in 1878. The power... Followed at lightning speed with the invention of the first sound recording, the first movie picture, the electronic light to project it, and later the generator to produce the power. The power of Satan competes today with God's command that man is to live by every word of God. Going on, we need to fill our minds with the images of the letters that form the words in the King James James Bible is a perfect, inspired, all-sufficient word of God given for the salvation of mankind perfect in English, exactly the way it is, just the way God wants it. Don't change it, don't add to it, don't take away from it, don't turn it back to Greek, don't turn it back to Hebrew. God has it the way he wants it. If he wanted it a different way, it would be a different way. As it was in the days of Noah, the Bible says, well there weren't electronic images in Noah's day, but you can be sure that their minds were filled with plenty of evil images, evil imaginations. Communication tech. Especially the Internet and cell phones have become bricks in the modern tower of Babel. In Genesis 11:5 we read, "And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, "Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now will be restra- and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. We have untold numbers of little towers of Babel. We call them cell towers today. Around half a million of them in the United States alone. Social media is where the imaginations of the evil in mankind's heart is often mortared together. Social media often causes people to be amazed. We read in Proverbs 30, verse 11: "There is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation." Oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth as knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, and the needy from among men. What do you think? Doesn't that describe social media today? Social media is where mankind is realizing the ability to overcome the restraint in accomplishing anything which they have imagined to do. The devil's ultimate goal is to be like God. He will sit in the temple one day and show himself to be God. Satan even presently impersonate God. He very frequently gives false salvation experiences. He is actively doing everything he can to conform mankind to his own image. So here is the end of it. If you do what God says, that is, repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, when you see God, you will be like God. If you do what Satan says, that is, to reject and rebel against the word of God, when you see God, you will be like Satan. Whose image do you want to be found in when you stand before Almighty God? Thank you to Daily Doctrine Podcast for allowing me the opportunity to speak to you once again.
0: Hey, member Ronnie, we thank the Lord for you. Thank the Lord for your friendship over these years. It's been a joy to see you come to Jesus Christ. We sure thank for your testimony, also for preaching to us on the podcast. Well, folks, this is the end of the week. This is Friday, and uh, we're thankful for each of you that tune in. I pray you have a good Lord's Day this weekend. Continue to look up. We're looking for Jesus Christ, the imminent return of Jesus Christ in the air. May God bless you. There is a lost soul who is tired of the sinning. stars sing.